0: Welcome back to the Datapreneur Podcast. This year we have great plans, and we hope you continue watching the show and learn something new each episode. Today we have with us Brent Dykes, an author, the founder and chief data storyteller at Analytics Hero, and an adjunct professor at University of Utah where he teaches an undergrad business course on data visualization and storytelling. He's worked in enterprise analytics for the past 16 years as an analyst, consultant, manager, and evangelist. Throughout his journey, he worked with cutting edge analytics vendors such as Omniture, Adobe, and Domo, and a broad base of global 2000 companies, including many industry leaders such as Nike, Amazon, Microsoft, Sony, and Comcast. So let's get started. Do you want to talk about some interesting or innovative projects you've
1: worked on in the past? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've worked on lots of different projects um, with different, different companies. And, and probably the surprise for me in working on these projects is, you know, when I came out of college, I, I was actually surprised working on some big projects, how unsophisticated a lot of these big companies are. Uh, and I'll give one example. I was working on a, on a dashboard project for a large uh, automotive com- company here in the US. And, um, and it was actually, we we're working with their agency and their agency had like $300,000 of extra budget that they needed to burn through. So they were gonna have us revise some of their dashboard reports. And these are all kind of Excel-based reports that we we're building. And I noticed that the reports were really kind of lame. You know, they really didn't have a lot of insights. They weren't really um, that informative. I, I didn't feel like you could really take a lot of action from them. And so, I of course I I did the reports the way that they wanted them to be done because they they kind of were very specific. Okay, our client wants to have them this way, and so we we replicated the reports that they wanted to have. But I I I decided to show them a better version of the report. You know, showing some different metrics. Um, you know, maybe laying it out in a better way that that would be more actionable, and and just felt like I had created a better version of the chart. And and I we shared it with the agency, who is kind of the intermediary between the client and and us. And they looked at the report and they're like, "Oh, this is great. This is awesome," uh, but we're not going to share it with the client. And I was like, I was like, "Are you kidding me? Why? Why would you not share it?" Oh, they they just want those other reports the the way that they have them. we 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 don't want to you know, create uh, any kind of, uh, uh, you know, they didn't want to change anything. They didn't want to do anything better. It was really just kind of maintaining the status quo. And that was kind of a shock for me, you know, early in my career, because I was like, really? Like, why wouldn't you want to improve something, make something better? Why would you constantly want to optimize and and improve what you're doing? And, And that taught me an early lesson in my career that, you know, you think that these large companies, have it all figured out, and that you know they're doing everything right, and they're, you know, they're the top of their game. And once you get out out there, and I had other situations too where I was just shocked at how poorly some of these companies manage their data and use their data. And so, you know, throughout my career, I've, you know, I've worked on different projects. I, I'm trying to think of some other projects that were not a bad example, but a good example. Um, you know, I've done a lot of uh, analysis projects for different companies. I've done a lot of um, uh, kind of, kind of like around data strategy slash governance slash culture projects. There was one company that we had where we um, we did a bunch of kind of recommendations to them on best practices around establishing a data culture and um, you know data strategy and the kinds of things that they were. Um, supposed to be doing. And this is a new client that had just moved over. They were uh, a retailer and and they had just switched from another competitor's product to our product. And at the end of the sessions, they said something very interesting to me. (laughs) They actually said, wow, like imagine if we had done this with our previous tool, like all these best practices, all of these, you know, kind of the better strategy around they could manage their data and use it effectively. You know they said out loud, they said probably a lot of the blame for our you know our failure with the previous tool was based on us not not adhering to best practices, not doing some of these things that you know that, that we should have been doing. and And they actually said it out loud like you know we probably probably didn't need to shift products uh, you know, and I've kind of reflected on that later. It's sad that other vendor, didn't realize that they, you know, they weren't helping their customer, you know, by giving them good practices, by helping them with their strategy and their culture, to, you know, and, and their governance, and and you know, they probably could have retained their customer if they'd simply taken care of those those others, you know, not just the platform, but you know, thinking beyond the platform and thinking about how they could, you know, help their customers to use their data more effectively. Um, I think of other, pro- I mean, I've, I've been delivering a lot of workshops on data storytelling that those have been fun. So I've been working with lots of different companies and getting exposure to different industries and, and different maturity levels with data. Um, and, and so that's been a, a fun experience as well, but yeah, working in consultant, you're constantly doing projects for clients and each project that you do. I mean, that's, that, that would be the one thing I would have for your listeners. You know, if they're ever interested in, really developing out their data skills. Yes, you can go join a company and you can be a data scientist or you can be an analytics um, professional at that company. But by getting into consulting, you're just exposed to so many more industries, so many different companies, companies at different levels of maturity with their data. And I would say that that was really beneficial to me because, you know, sometimes we talk about consulting being like dog years, you know, like one year in consulting is like seven years in corporate America or, you know, on the corporate side, because you're constantly switching from company to company and seeing different things and getting exposure to all kinds of different challenges. And and that's something you just, yeah, you'll have, you'll have challenges at one company, but you know, you'll be limited to that data culture that you have at your current company. You'll be limited to you know, your respective role within that company and your team and, and the teams that you, you know, and, and just whatever the culture or the environment is at that company. But as a consultant, you, know, you could be working with tens, and hundreds of companies you know, over a very short period of time and, and getting all kinds of exposure that you just wouldn't get as, as a corporate in a corporate position.
0: Yeah, definitely more exposure, you get to learn a lot from all these different companies that you wouldn't if you were working at one single company. So um, that makes sense. And uh, you talked about how you saw when you were working for these big companies, you saw that their practices weren't necessarily the best. So was that your motivation for starting your own business?
1: Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I see there's an opportunity out there. I mean, I think a lot of companies are struggling with telling data stories. It's still a relatively new skill set. I would say a lot of companies are struggling with analysis. You know, like and, and that's something that I don't necessarily focus on. But um, you know, I think a lot of companies are not doing enough analysis. You know, they kind of stop after they create the dashboard or the report, and they don't keep going and keep doing the analysis. Um, if nobody's doing analysis, then they're probably not telling data stories. So, really, the companies that I'm working with, um, you know, with data storytelling, that means they're companies that are already doing some level of analysis because um, they realize, oh, okay, we've done this analysis. You know, how do we communicate the findings? How do we share the insights that we have? Uh, but I think there's still a lot of companies that are stuck in, you know, um, in that kind of early stages of just setting up the data, reporting on the data, and then that's it. That's all they do, just set it up and report on it. And there's really not much more to it than that. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited to kind of, you know, be uh, focused on an area that I think is, is growing and, and that there's opportunities there for more people to develop these skills. And I think they are incredibly important. And I think more and more companies are realizing that they need these skills, but it's still early days. I think there's still a lot of uh, companies that don't realize yet that they aren't even doing analysis really.
0: Right. So you're kind of at the beginning of a, of a market that is going to expand in the future as companies start analyzing their data and feel the need to present a story. So- Yeah, um, absolutely. What are your predictions for the future? What are some of the, what are, so data science was like the new thing uh, in, the 20, in the 21st century. So now in the upcoming decades, what do you think is gonna be the next boom?
1: Well, besides data storytelling, cause I think that's gonna be a you know, boom area where people are gonna realize that, you know I need to be a data storyteller, not just a data scientist, or I need to be a data storyteller, not just an analyst. Um, so that's the first area. The second area, I would say, I'm I'm excited to see where the integration of data or uh, data and AI and ML with with you know the analysis and, and a lot of the things that we do uh, in data science and, and in and data analytics. Because um, I think that we're you know, I don't think we're going to completely replace everything that humans do, um, but I do think we'll be augmented through technology. You know, and there'll be a lot of um labor intensive manual kind of processes today uh, that will be replaced and augmented by technology you know and and i think i still believe that human beings won't be uh, removed from data work but you know there's just some some stuff that you know computers can just do machines can just do way better than we can you know that repetitive kind of you know in in the volume of data, you know anything that has a huge volume of data and it's repetitive and 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 really, maybe low level kind of low value kind of work. let's turn that all over to the machines. Let's have them do that. And then we can focus more on the strategic work on the on on the analysis and the communication aspects. And, and so I, I, I think over the next ten years, we're going to see more and more, technology playing a role in simplifying and taking over some of those labor intensive kind of um, aspects or repetitive aspects that, that we as human beings just, yeah, we can do them, but it's not the best use of our time. Um, and, and then that'll free us up to work on the things that are more interesting, that, are, that, that demand our skills, and you know, what the human brain can do better than a machine. Um, and, and a part of that is connecting the dots. You know, I think you know, yeah, we can. And even with the analysis, that doesn't mean that we're going to just do the analysis. No, we we, we will use the technology to help us to spot anomalies in the data, patterns in the data, and then the interpretation of those, and, and then connecting that with the business context and the business goals, and understanding the audience. I mean, you know, I think all of that's going to be a a, a role that's going to demand technology and smart human beings
0: to work together right because there's definitely one thing that machines aren't the best at and that's understanding the context because one problem for one company could require a completely different method or approach for the same company in another in another industry um so yeah that makes sense and a lot of uh, so i i read an article where Around eight, 70 to 80% of a data scientist's job or data analyst's job is just cleaning up the data, uh, figuring out if there's any repetition, making sure that the data is credible. And mm-hmm. I think that can definitely be replaced with uh, machines because humans are really good at the connect- uh, creativity part. They can figure out uh, and in, like, in the sense of the context and figure out how they can provide better solutions.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Right. Um, so you're also a professor at the University of Utah. So what um, could you talk about the course you teach there and how it uh, so it, it's in it's in the business. It's a business course. So how is it relevant to a business undergrad?
1: Yes, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a business operations and information systems class. Um, and I focus on data visualization and data storytelling. Um, yeah, I think I think it's a great skill, you know, to have coming out of college. That I think a lot of workers that you interact with still don't know how to really use data visualizations as well as they could, and then definitely not tell. They won't know how to tell data stories. And so, um, yeah, no, it's it's. I think it's a good course, and um, you know, obviously, I'm biased towards it being a good course. So. <laughs> but I think those skills are really important, you know, and, and, and I don't know if all of my students really fully appreciate how important these skills are. Um, but once they get into the workforce, they definitely think that they will realize, oh my gosh, you know, these are things that I, I could be doing better or I should be doing better. And and, and there really is a need for the skill set out in the uh, workplace. So, um, you know, maybe right now being undergrad students and not having a lot of work experience, you know, at least corporate business work experience, they may not Fully appreciate um, everything that I'm teaching them, but hopefully, you know, as they get out there and they start to see, um, experience what it's like in the real world uh, work work environment, they'll start to employ the the different techniques that that I taught them during the class.
0: Right. Yeah. So um, that sounds wonderful. I would love to take the course if I was in the university and pursuing a business undergrad major, but. Um, Right. So uh, for people who who are interested in pursuing data science and who want to become, who want to enter the data storytelling field, what suggestions do you have for them? What should they be doing?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, being able to be skilled at at doing analysis, I think that's that's an important thing. So, you know, being curious, you know, I, I think if you're not a curious individual, naturally, if you can build up that, curiosity and, and definitely always ask lots of questions um, I would say it's important to understand the business side you know a lot of data scientists and analytics professionals struggle with understanding the why behind the numbers you know and and I think that would be a, a really important thing you know for any anybody going into the into the space to not just understand the technology really well and how to you know, SQL and and you know in all these kind of languages and programming and all that, but try and understand the business side. You know, because at the end of the day, um, you know, technology and these tools are just a means to an end. And so, if you don't understand the end that you're driving towards, if you don't understand the business goals and you know what what they're trying to achieve, and understand it from their perspective, it's going to be harder for you to do really. Um, meaningful analysis and, and come with really meaningful um, recommendations. So I would always encourage people to get as close to the business side as they can. You know, there there is a you can be put into an analytics or data science team that is kind of a, in, in its ivory tower and, and not really exposed, not really working closely with the business. And and then that, I think that just leads to problems. Um, so I would I would strive to. Maybe be an embedded an analyst or data scientist within a business team. You know to really get working side by side with the business to really understand. Oh, okay. um, You know these are the challenges that the business is having. These are the goals they're trying to achieve. Uh, These are the priorities that they're focused on, and and then you can really start to add value. So I would say definitely try and build up those business muscles. um, Not just focus on the data and the technology and the programming side, but and the statistical side, but but definitely focus some time or effort on the business stuff. And then, yeah, and then you know, I'm I'm again biased here, but communication I think is a key skill that a lot of data scientists and uh, statisticians and analysts struggle with. And so, if you can become a good communicator uh, of your insights, that that's that's going to be gold. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna really um, achieve a lot of great things, and you know, get recognized for the work. And contributions you're making, because at the end of the day, you could be the world's greatest data scientist, but if you cannot communicate, you know, your insights or your models or, you know, whatever you're building, in, in a meaningful way to others around you, it's going to be very hard for you to to have as much an impact as you could. You know, if you were a good communicator and you can actually express and share, um, you know, the insights or the findings that you have to others, then. You know, that's 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 a key thing too, just communication skills.
0: Perfect. Yeah, that that's really helpful. I'm learning a lot. I'm probably gonna take a note of these and try to learn some of these myself. But uh yeah, that concludes all the, the interview. Those were all the questions I had. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thanks, Art Crush, and uh yeah, happy that I could join your, your podcast.
0: This concludes the interview with Brent. Stay tuned for some exciting questions and I will see you soon.